0: Well, good evening, everybody. Do me a favor, take your Bibles out, find the book of 1 Kings. One of everyone's favorite passages in the Bible. Uh, We're going to actually look at the whole chapter, well, starting with verse 16 anyway. I'm so glad you're here. It's a, uh, it's a, uh, no matter what. There she comes. I was like, uh, somebody had to go find Miss Kim. I wasn't sure. Make me nervous. Thought you were babysitting Candace down there. Uh, at, at about one o'clock this afternoon, I just kept, <laughs> Rob used to be quiet. About one o'clock this afternoon, I'm like, man, I I really i need church to start it too' because i just yeah i just i just i i i this is what I needed right here, and i am just um and i'm I'm just so thankful for our church amen I'm thankful for the spirit that's here for the community that's here that man we are just in our element amen it is it can make a a bad day which <clears throat> it's relative a bad day for some might not be a bad day for others but it can make a bad day a good day like right now i'm so thankful for that i want to i want to i want to walk through a uh, this this section of scripture in in first kings <clears throat> chapter 18 and this story is is one that you man we all know it. it never gets old and and, and i hope I, I hope I hope I can connect the dots quickly here's here's you need to stay with me on this one I, here's what I hope I hope and i pray and i've thought about this for a couple of weeks <clears throat> my my prayer is that you you won't leave here and commit to to being a man or woman of prayer i hope that's not what you do um so the half of you that are still with me listen to me um that 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 you don't you don't leave here committing to Get up early to pray and, and whatever. That, 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 that's not it. Because if, if you leave here tonight and that's your commitment, whereas we, we understand that that commitment is necessary, there's a whole lot of faith systems that are way more committed to prayer than any of us in this room. So being committed to pray is not the goal of a Christ follower. The, the, the goal of a Christ follower, and, and this, is, this is where we, we have to be very um, intentional in, in our approach and very intentional in, in what it is we're trying to accomplish and what it is we're trying to become. Our, our goal should be uh, that we leave here with just an insatiable desire to connect with God, and 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 yes, prayer is one of the vehicles to do that. Obviously, because of that communication, we've been talking about prayer for a while now, and it it has just it is a just a burden on me, um, personally, and for our church, and that we that we would that, that that we would end this year so much stronger than we started, and begin twenty twenty. In prayer I mean I think I think prayer will be what changes everything amen and you're committed Christ followers or you wouldn't have got out on a Wednesday night after a long hard days at work to, to 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 be here so you're committed I get it I, and I am too but but I, I want us to be connected and 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 that that bridge sometimes gets lost in the desire to be more committed. So I want us to be committed to being connected. And that's, again, a different approach. It's a different way of looking at why you do what you do, why, are you, why we come to church, why we worship, why, why we sacrifice, why we give of our resources, why why we help the poor and, and, and feed the hungry and clothe the naked. That, it, is, it is because it is a way to connect with our God because that's what his son did. And we are to become more like him. And our prayer is that he would chip away everything in our life that doesn't look like his son. So we're going to read a little bit in This incredible passage that is usually the focus is on the prayer, but I want you to approach it and make it about the connection. God, I thank you so much for the privilege to be in your house. I thank you, God, for the peace that comes to my heart, even as I turn on the street. I thank you, Father, for the opportunity to just meet with my friends, my brothers, my sisters, my equals, that we can just come in, open your word with freedom, and just eat it up. And God, I would ask that you would Not let us gloss over this familiar story too quickly. I pray that we would see things we've never seen before in it. Your Bible that you have preserved for us is alive. The Holy Spirit, illuminate it for us. May words jump off of the page and arrest our heart. We ask these things because you have told us we could. And in the powerful name of Jesus, we approach you. Amen and amen. Let's read. Let's read 1 Kings 8. Let's start in verse 16. I'm going to try to get to verse 29. I say try because I am First Kings 18. I think I might have. <laughs> you want to start at eight? We'll start at eight and read through 18. I'm down. 1 Kings 18. Again, you you you, you kind of know what, what, what's going on here. It's it's the it's the showdown at Mount Carmel, right? That's that's the that's the big overall. Uh, picture of what's happening here. So let's pick it up in verse 16, if you would, please. Our Bibles say this. So Obadiah went to tell Ahab that Elijah had come. And Ahab went out to meet Elijah. And when Ahab saw him, he exclaimed, So is it really you, you troublemaker of Israel? Mm-hmm. I, 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 in my mind, see Elijah with a smirk. I made no trouble for Israel, Elijah replied. You and your family are the troublemakers, for you have refused to obey the commands of the Lord. That's key. If you're right in your Bible, underline that. What made them troublemakers? Because they refused to obey the commands of the Lord. Furthermore, and have worshipped the images of Baal instead. Verse 19, now summon all Israel to join me at Mount Carmel along with the 450 prophets of Baal and the 400 prophets of Asherah who are supported by Jezebel. So Ahab summoned all the people of Israel and the prophets to Mount Carmel, 21. Then Elijah stood in front of them and said, How much longer will you waver, hobbling between two opinions? I love this verse. If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal is God, follow him. But the people, <laughs> I love that, the people were completely silent. 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 They, they, they were, they were, they were thrown. They were thrown a, not an ultimatum, but they, they were, they were thrown a, a space in time where a decision had to be made, and the silence was the decision, and. And so many times, that's how we make decisions when we're trying to accomplish things in the kingdom. We, 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 we just are silent, hoping things just kind of work their way out. You know what I'm talking about? And I, I suggest that silence is consent on so many levels. Verse 22. So then Elijah said to them, I am the only prophet of the Lord who is left. But Baal has 450 prophets. Now bring two bulls. The prophets of Baal may choose whichever one they wish and cut it into pieces and lay it on the wood of their altar, but without setting fire to it. That's key. That's that's crucial that we get without setting fire to it. I will prepare the other bull and lay it on the wood on the altar, But not set fire to it. Then call on the name of your God, and I will call on the name of the Lord. The God who answers, by setting fire to the wood is the true God. And the people agreed. Verse 25. Then Elijah said to the prophets of Baal, You go first, for there are many of you. Choose one of the bulls, prepare it, call on the name of your God, but do not set fire to the wood. So they prepared one of the bulls and placed it on the altar. Then they called on the name of Baal from morning until noontime, shouting, Oh, Baal, answer us! But there was no reply of any kind. Then they danced, hobbling around the altar they had made. About noontime, Elijah began mocking them. You cannot not love this story. It's like this this story was made for this church with with our with our warped sense of humor, right? So he mocked them. Here's what he said, verse 27. You'll have to shout louder, he scoffed. I mean, for surely he is God, perhaps he's daydreaming or is relieving himself. <laughs> Can you just think of the level in which he reduced their God. He said, well, maybe he's on a trip or is asleep and needs to be wakened. So they shouted louder. And following their normal custom, they cut themselves with knives and swords until the blood gushed out. They raved all afternoon until the time of the evening sacrifice And now, get this, but still there was no sound, no reply, no response. No sound, no reply, no response. No sound, they prayed. They prayed, yes? No sound, no reply, no response. I love verse 25. Call on the name of your God, but do not set fire to the wood. So he's inviting them to pray. He's inviting them to call out on their God. And I would suggest that everyone prays. Am I right? I mean, regardless of where they stand with the Lord, regardless of whether they claim to be a Christ follower or, or, or whatever faith system they adhere to, everyone prays. You ask anybody, do you pray? Yeah, we pray. Who do you pray to? A higher power. I mean, the answers are all over the the board right so 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 that's that's why i'm not in, encourage us to just say we're going to pray we've we got to connect amen and you can pray under different belief systems you can even call it different things and that's all right but if there's no connection i suggest that the result could be the same as for the prophets of baal and 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 reminder of how they pray they they cried out they 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 shouted they they cried still no response and still no answer still silence and 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 my concern tonight is that if we make our goal to pray it doesn't make us more christ like unless we pray and connect now now don 't mishear me because we are to pray without ceasing right so 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 we have to be incredibly intentional and I would suggest even strategic in being able to pray to where we can get and grab the heart of God, not just seeking the hand of God, but really pursuing the heart of God. And 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 for that to happen, yes, there are times where, you, man, you, you might just have to shoot up some arrow prayers. I get that, as Miss as Kim called them, arrow prayers. But even those can connect, because it's not about length. It's not about your posture of prayer. it's It's, it's not about what time of day that you do it, unlike other Religions. Uh, the, 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 and what separates us from other faith systems is that our God speaks back. And that is when you know you've made the connection. And even if, uh, again, it, 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 if fire falls, that's awesome. Video it and call me. but <laughs> Or invite me or something. But it, it, even even the... The arrow prayer or the short prayer or the whatever God lays on you and you 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 know you 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 say if you connect with God you'll know it because you'll hear him talk back even if it's just i i hear you i I got this it doesn't mean your day will be perfect or without its roadblocks or hindrances, but it does mean that you do have someone you can call on. And, and, I, and I know we all know that, but we need reminded that just, just, just praying with, without a strategy, I, I don't know what we've accomplished. If we want to be people of prayer. And so there's a difference between one that cries out to God and one that connects with God. I love the way Elijah breaks into this prayer meeting and 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 the ones that were the most dramatic and the most demonstrative were the prophets of baal not not elijah i mean they, they they just kept ramping it up more and more the 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 louder they got, the harder they danced, and the harder they danced, the more they cut themselves and and they 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 brought pain to themselves um uh, hoping that that would get their God's attention, which would cause them to be able to beat the only prophet that was left. And so basically all they were were hoarse, tired, and bleeding out. Because their God did nothing. There was no response. There was no reaction. There was silence. There was, it was just silence. Silence. So Elijah did what any mature Christ follower would do, and he taunted him. <laughs> I, 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 guess, I, guess, I guess if you're the only prophet around and the only one left, I mean, it's like, look, <laughs> I mean, you ain't going to leave and go to somebody else's church because I'm the only guy here. <laughs> so so he he began to he began to listen yes he you there's no getting around his sarcasm there's no getting around his taunting there's no getting around his scoffing now you 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 either admit that or not man he was poking the bear do you feel me but 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 he was really trying to make a point about how frivolous and ridiculous What they were doing was scream louder. Maybe your God's busy. Maybe he's on vacation. And I I just can't get out of my head that maybe your God's (laughs) peeing on a tree. I don't know. But this is what I know to be true. And, And what we see in Elijah's case is that the person that connects with their God. The, 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 not the person that is the loudest, the person that connects with their God. And listen, sometimes you'll get loud when you make that connection. So I'm not, this, this isn't calm down, this is connect. And then whatever happens after that, go for it. You have the freedom to do that. But what we see in Elijah's case is the person that connects with God will hear The voice of God for one purpose, and that is to lead them to a decision of obedience. Uh, In other words, God God isn't God does comfort. The, The the Spirit is called the Comforter. Right? Amen. One that comes alongside of, one that walks with us, talks with us, uh, you know, keeps, keeps our head up when we want to slump our shoulders down. I, I get that. But, but when you connect with God and he speaks, it, he's, he's going to give you something that will require obedience. It might be you, you need to just rest. You need to be quiet. You need to go talk to someone. You need to do this. You need to do that. You, you, you need to take your counselor hat off and be a friend. I, God is going to say something to you, and it will require some obedience. That, that's, that's how you know you've kind of made the connection. And, and, and we, that connection, followed by that immediate obedience, and, and I mean from beginning to end, following all the way through, that's what moves the heart of God. Verse 30. Continuing with the story. Then Elijah called to the people, come over here, exclamation point. And they all crowded around him as he repaired the altar of the Lord that had been torn down. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. The church needs to repair some altars that have been torn down. I say that without hesitation. We need to repair some daggone altars that we have allowed to be torn down. And we need to be busy about it. Come over here. And they all crowded around. As he repaired the altar of the Lord. He's the only prophet left. All of Israel is present. And there's a whole bunch of prophets. That are self-appointed prophets. But when it came time. To get the job done. One guy. Said, excuse me, pardon me, excuse me, uh, pardon, me, pardon me, excuse me, excuse me, pardon me. And he began to rebuild the altar because somebody has to make the first move to do the first act of obedience that will allow everyone else to see the glory of God. That's, that's this whole story. And, and we can't miss this crucial part of this story, is that he... He repaired the altar of the Lord that had been torn down. Verse 31, how'd he do it? Well, he took 12 stones, one to represent each of the tribes of Israel. He used the stones to rebuild the altar in the name of the Lord. Then he dug a trench. He, he dug the trench. He dug, can you imagine? Now, now they were praying their brains out, the, the, the false prophets, and, and, and he just kind of egged them on. But when it was time to work, he quit talking. He quit talking and he got busy about it. He wasn't he 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 wasn't throwing out the, <laughs> the smart aleck comments when it came time to make the connection. You you, you getting me? And, and he began to dig that trench. He began to go around the altar. And your Bible says it was large enough to hold about three gallons. Verse 33, and then he piled wood on the altar. He cut the bull into pieces, laid the pieces on the wood. And then he said, fill four large jars with water. Pour the water over the offering and the wood. You know the story. And after they'd done this, verse 34, he said, Do the same thing again. And when they finished, he said, now do it a third time. And they did as he said. And the water ran around the altar and filled the trench. Verse 36, at the usual time for offering at the evening sacrifice, Elijah, the prophet, walked up to the altar and prayed, O Lord, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, prove today that you are God in Israel and that I am your servant. Prove to God, prove, prove that I am who I say I am and you are who you are. I love this. Prove that I have done all this at your command. Underline that in your Bible because remember, when you connect with God, He's going to give you something. That is going to require obedience. So he did all of what he did at this scene because God told him to. Oh Lord, answer me, answer me, he says twice. Answer me, answer me so that people will know that you, O oh Lord, are God and that you have brought them back to yourself. 38, immediately the fire of the Lord. Now please put yourself in this scripture. You're just standing there looking in. Immediately the fire of the Lord flashed down from heaven, burned up the young bull, the wood, and the stones, and then burnt the dust. And burnt the dust. There's a, there's a whole lot of, yes, yeah, a hot fire. You get that right. A fireman would know that. There, there's a there's a whole lot of there's a whole lot of symbolism here that, as I've just been praying over this and praying over this, w- w- wood represents man in the Bible, so so the fire fell, burnt up, burnt up man, amen. Burnt up self. It burnt up the stones. The stones represent memorials, tradition, if you will burnt the stones. Dust, dust burns up history because we were created from dust. So so what God did was, was upon Elijah's connection and him following through with obedience, God showed up in the form of fire and in every way possible, demonstrated that he was bigger than self. He was bigger than whatever your memorials are and your idols. He was bigger than everything because he went all the way down to the very beginning, dust. I love it. The, The fire even licked up all the water in the trench. Verse 39, and when the people saw it, They fell face down on the ground and cried out, The Lord, He is God! Exclamation point. Yes, the Lord is God. Wow. Wow. Elijah didn't have to hold a service, he didn't have to take up an offering. He, he didn't do anything religious in any of this. Think about it. Everything that the, uh, that the false prophets did, it was all, it was all drenched in religion. It, 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 if you remember, there was a key phrase in there, like they always did. Like they always did. Some translations say, like they have always done before. So there was this tradition of religion that they kept doing it, and that's why they kept getting louder, and they cut themselves, and et cetera, et cetera. I, I wonder how many hear God speak, and 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 because we're hundred percent ready to obey. And, and 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 this is not a finger wagging thing. I'm, I'm just wanting us to think. I want us to think together. I, I don't. I don't, I don't want to end 2019 feeling like my prayers are, are either falling to the ground or hitting the ceiling and falling back down on my head. Oh, and, and the difference is the connection. But the connection requires obedience. Be, because, uh, listen, God don't, God's not in the habit of repeating himself. He doesn't have to. He owes us nothing. Amen. He owes us nothing. But, uh, and and, and there's, there's so-called theologians, and, and honestly men that are way smarter than I am, and, I'm, and I, I'm, I sincerely mean that. They, they teach and they write books that we will not hear the voice of God anymore because that time has passed. Well, well, well unfortunately for them, I believe Jesus over them. Because in the book of John, Chapter 10, he says, he calls his own sheep by name, and he leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them, and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. But they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from a stranger because they don't recognize a stranger's voice. They too will listen to my voice, Jesus said, and there shall be one flock, one shepherd, and my sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. Listen, God still speaks. God still speaks, but when he speaks, it's, it, it, the ball's in our court to make a connection. We've got to pray with the intention of connection, with the intention of following through with whatever he tells you to do, whatever he tells me to do, and it's not on our timeline. God, I hope we... So I don't want you to leave here committing to pray more. I want you to leave here with a commitment to connect more. Connect more, whatever that takes. That's my commitment. It's my commitment. I mean, it's, it's God's desire. It's His intention for, for you and for me that we enter into such a state of communion and fellowship and that our relationship with Him is so intimate and so strong that, that He guides us like a shepherd's voice. We won't follow another voice when He speaks. And we will respond to him in the only way that is acceptable to him. And that is obedience. We 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 can't, we can't, when God speaks, you know, every, listen, most things that are, what we, I think we all would agree, and, and I won't go down a list because it will sound incredibly judgmental and it's not my heart, but I think we could all agree that there's a whole lot of things about the church that are kind of upside down. Fair? Well, a lot of things we do just because we just do them. I mean fair? And I'm not and listen, I'm not throwing the baby out with the bathwater. I'm really, really not. But what I am saying is is that if we're paying attention, we're rounding third and heading for home. And and we don't have time to morph God's word into what suits our desires in how and why we minister and, quote-unquote, evangelize. We We cannot reduce it down hoping that it appeals to someone. Honestly, that's an insult. And the power is not in how articulate I am or creative you are. The power is in this word. And man, I'm all about uh, evangelizing with your lifestyle, but if that's it, that won't do the job. And man, they, how will they know unless they hear? They can't even, they can't even come unless they hear. they got to be first drawn by the Spirit, yes, right? And they got to go through Jesus to get to the Father, yes, Bible says. But they've got to hear the Word. They've got to hear the Gospel. They've got to hear it. And they'll hear it when you and I obey after we've connected with God and, and, and God tells us to go talk to someone or, 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 or try to uh, mend a relationship or whatever it looks like for you and whatever he's telling you and whatever he's telling me. It's got to be an instant. You've got to come with a heart of ob- God wouldn't have said that to Elijah. Elijah wouldn't have done all of that because, listen, that took work. He wouldn't have done it had he not known God said it. And God wouldn't have said it had He not known Elijah would have done it. He wouldn't have. Listen, do you know what was on the line here? Yeah, man, everything. We're we're talking we we're, we're talking about you put yourself in, in 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 the culture of when this was written the 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 way that that the 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 the, the early church and. And really, the Old Testament in general, I, I love the Old Testament. It's so relevant. I don't know why we don't read more of it. But, but, but there were so many places that were landlocked symbolically with their little faith system. And, and it, it took folks who would obey God to go out beyond their comfort zone, beyond their home boundary, and go into a place that they had to completely obey, or they would die. I want us, I want me, to be able to have the desire, and you've got to pray for the desire before you even can do it. And if God gives us the desire to connect above anything ritualistic or religious in terms of prayer or entering into this book. We've got to pray to connect, and then we've got to obey as soon as he says it. I'm repeating myself, but it's that important. The the difference between a Christian and a Christ follower is the distinction that we make between what we do when we're praying. Because there's a lot of folks that will pray because that's what we do. And then there are a lot of folks, although I think the remnant will soon be exposed, that there will be a shorter group, a smaller group, a shorter group. That's me. I'm their mayor. A smaller group. A smaller group. There'll be a smaller group of remnant Christ followers that connect because we we will be the voice at the end times. Come on now, folks ain't going to be looking for religion when it becomes clear that oh no, right? They're they they look look they're I. I and I mean no disrespect, but they're probably not going to be praying over some beads, man. They are probably going to be seeking an answer about how do I miss this? How do I miss this? How, 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 do I, how do I get? And that's where the beauty of the kindness of the Lord that leads us. to. It's like, I, I got the answer for you. I got the answer for you. Okay, whatever it is, you tell me what it is. I got to crawl through glass, I'm down. I'll do whatever. I'll jump from a building, I'll, I'll do it. No, you just, you just say yes to Jesus because he loves you. Wait, what? Yeah. yeah. He loves you and he wants to talk to you and he wants to walk with you and he wants to be with you, he wants to fellowship with you and he wants to live inside of you. Jeff? Yeah, I, I believe we're at the time now where people aren't looking for religion. They're for answers. I mean, we see that. Totally believe it. When we go out, yeah. Uh, Yeah. And they'll tell you, I don't want to be preached at. I'm not here to preach at you, man. you know? Uh And they never really turn you down because they're looking for an answer. They want to know what's real. And that's the, that's the I, time we're in right now. Uh, uh, no, you're, you're 100% right. And, and unfortunately, and I and I'll, I'm not, i won't even include you in this. I'll, I'll just say, m- me and my peers... We, we're to blame for that because in an attempt, in an attempt to, you know, to make the medicine go down easy as it were, we added sugar to it. And, 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 and I'm not saying we got to beat people over the head, but I, but I am saying you, you, you can tell when someone's talking to you out of love or somebody's talking to you because they need a notch on their belt. And, and, and while I'm on it, while, while, just, while I'm just parked here for a minute, getting, getting, oh, we're talking about connecting with God, right? So connecting with God is not about having more faith than the person next to you. It, it, it's really not. You're like, man, if I only, if I only had more faith. If, man, if I had more faith, I would pray bigger prayers. You'll never pray bigger prayers because the way you get more faith is you pray audacious prayers and you see God blow your mind, and you're like, okay, here we go. Now, now, he did that. Oh, now we're going for the whole family being saved. Right? So, so it's not, it's not the, it's not the, you're, 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 you're sick because you have little faith. you you know, I had someone tell me that, you your your mom, what was it, what was it? Man, your mom was holding on to something, cancer won the, the battle because of, no, no, shut it. <laughs> had nothing to do with that. Had nothing to do with that. Because it's not about someone trying to measure our faith. And, and it, it's a lie fed to us by, I believe, well-meaning people. But our prayers aren't getting answered because, and we're not hearing from God because we have little faith. It's because we're not connecting. And, there, and that's the difference. You say, you say well, I'm, I'm going to need a verse because I've always been told it's been little. Okay. Jesus said this in Matthew 17. He said, because you have so little faith, so, so, so because you have little faith, <laughs> I tell you the truth, if you just have faith as a mustard seed, say to this mountain, move from here to there and it'll move, nothing will be impossible for you. So because you have little faith, because you have little faith, pray a gigantic prayer. And it will not be impossible. In fact, it says, nothing will be impossible. See, faith, faith, faith. And we all want to grow in our faith. But we don't grow in our faith and then pray harder. What does that even mean? <laughs> we, we, we don't get our faith built and then pray harder. We connect with God, and that builds our faith. And 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 w- w- knowing that when when whatever God does and whatever He says, it's it's not a request, man. And He's not, He's not throwing suggestions down at us; it's commands. Amen. And when you, when you hear his voice, when I hear his voice, here's, Elijah played it out like this. Verse 36 in the chapter that we're reading, here's what he, here's what he did. Listen, 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 to his, listen to his prayer. O Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, prove today that you are God in Israel and that I am your servant. Prove that I have done all this at your command. So so he's basically saying, this ain't about me. This is, I made a connection. So I am going to go for the most audacious, ridiculous thing in the world that up to this point has never been done. I'm going to do it and I'm going to chance it and I'm going to make an audience around me and I'm going to do the work up front to repair that which is torn down and then I'm going to talk to God and say, God, I'm doing this because you told me to. I'm going to prove that I will do what you say, and everybody's going to witness it. Do you see that? That was the whole point of this. The whole point of this was to prove that God was who he said he was, and that Elijah would do what God said. That was it. Because we're not, listen, and and Jeff, you're so right. The, the, The world's not looking for someone else to tell them, Look, and I'm okay and you're okay. You're not okay. In fact, I suggest we're all broken. We're all broken and we all need Jesus. In Psalm 95, we read, I love David wrote, Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our maker, for he is our God. We are the people he watches over, the flock under his care. Now, now please hear this. If only we would listen to his voice today. The Lord says, don't harden your hearts as Israel did at Maribah." Everybody say Meribah. This is important. Don't harden your hearts like the people did at Meribah and like they did at Massa. Say Massa, Meribah and Massa. For there your ancestors tested and tried my patience, God said. Even though they saw everything I did. Why did I bring emphasis to those two places? Because of what they mean. Meribah literally translated from the Hebrew means to quarrel, to quarrel, to quarrel, to argue, to fight, to cause contention. What's he saying? He said, don't harden your hearts like Israel did in their contention, quarreling, and fighting, and like they did at Massa, which means to be tested. Don't blow it like your forefathers did and those before you did. When, when, when I spoke to them and I, and I did all the miracles and they started fighting over stuff. They started disobeying. And then when I would test them, They failed. Even their leader failed. Moses failed. The privilege of our prayer is that we can connect and hear the voice of God. I'll, I'll read this and we'll close. We read it before, but I want to end with it. Verse 36 and verse 37. At the usual time for offering the evening sacrifice, Elijah the prophet walked up to the altar, walked up to the altar and prayed. He walked up to the altar and prayed, O Lord, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, prove today that you are God in Israel and that I am your servant. Prove that I have done all this at your command. O Lord, answer me, exclamation point, answer me so these people will know that you, O Lord, are God and that you have brought them back to yourself. That prayer, beginning to where the quotes start, 58 words. 58 words. And really, the only words that contain a request add up to two. Answer me. You're like, that didn't sound like a request. Exactly. You know what? When you've made connection with God, there's a confidence that you get. Oh, listen, you didn't hear arrogance. No, no, no. No, no. It's still reverence, but it's confidence. Notice when Jesus was talking about the mustard seed, he didn't say, and then ask me and I'll move it. He didn't even say, ask the mountain. Say to the mountain, move. Elijah, because of the connection he had with his God, In 58 words, really the only prayer was, answer me, answer me. And if you look at that closely, it's no begging. He just laid it out. Elijah was a man who lived in the presence of God. It wasn't a time that he carved out. It wasn't, I'm going to try harder to do this or that. He lived in the presence of God. And we know the story of Elijah, and we know he didn't get it right every time. But praise God. He always found his way back. He always found his way back. And Immediately the fire of the Lord, verse 38, flashed down from heaven, burned up the young bull, the wood, the stones, the dust that licked up the water in the trench. When all the people saw it, they fell on their face. And they cried out, Oh, Lord God. Connection. I really don't even know what that looks like for, for you. And I, 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 would, I, would, I would be out of line to tell you how that should look. I really would. I, I know some w- w- would have the audacity to do that. I, I do not because I don't have, that's a boundary that, that that's between you and God, how that plays out in your life. But you know whether or not you're connecting with God or not. You know that. I don't have to tell you you are or you're not. You'll know it. My, my, only, my, only, my only desire as we wrap this year up is that we don't settle. We got to stop settling. Church, we got to stop settling. Sunday, coming up. The message that the Lord has given me, if he lets me preach it, if not, we'll have a service like last week, which I'm okay with that too. But, but, but it, it's, it's really a message about the time in Jesus' time on earth when he went up and the disciples went down. He went up to pray and the disciples went down. And if you wonder what he was praying about, he was praying for the guys he was watching. And the reason he rescued them was because he said, "Get in a boat and go to the other side of the lake." No argument. OK, And if you read that whole story, if you continue reading past the part where I'm going to stop Sunday, when, when, when they show up at the bank you know what God, you know what Jesus says? Okay, let's get in a boat and go back to the other side. That's what he says. He just wants us to obey. They would have never been able to deal with the demoniac had they not obeyed. So they fought the storm and and they rowed vigorously, but they obeyed. Listen, the storm was trying to get in the boat for you and I when it comes to our walk with the lord and how it will impact those we love and know and do life with is when you and I are able to like those disciples m- more specifically like the boat we have contact we have contact with that which causes us pain trouble stress we have contact but we don't merge with it. If if the boat merges with it, it sinks. And Jesus walks on the very thing that they were afraid of. Connection. Connection. I, I want to I close... If you've got prayer requests, write them down. Please, please write them down on, on, the, on, the, on the cards in front of you in the, in the pews. I know normally we, we take some requests. I believe what God wants us to do. One of the things that it stands out to me in this story amongst a, a bunch of other things is that he had to stand up and move forward to the altar. It says that in your Bible. And I, and I, 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 I think that is just a display. Could he have done it leaning against the tree? Absolutely. Because he was obeying. And the power was God, not him. But he chose. He he chose to walk through the people, get up and move forward to the altar. And that's when he said, Oh God, God of Isaac, Jacob, etc., etc., etc. Answer me. As we close tonight, I, I, may, maybe this has to marinate in you a while, and I'm totally down with that. I get, it. I totally get it. Uh, uh, not that it's something deeper you've never heard, but it, it it is a change of mindset in our approach to prayer. It really is, because it, it's it's not just you know God, God help the this and and God. It, it's it's I've, I've said all the time. I think it's kind of funny when we pray God. You know, be with Joshua as he's going to work. Well, Joshua's a, a saved born again man, so well God's with him. So I mean, what what what's God, God, God? Man, I'm so glad Jeff, you prayed that because I wasn't planning to be with Joshua today. <laughs> Honestly, I was just I was just gonna I was gonna be with Pam, but not Joshua. But you know what? Since you brought that up, right? Yeah, we'll work him in we got to change our approach. Our approach can't be to pray. Our approach has to be to connect. When we connect, fire falls. When we connect, it proves that God is who he says he is, and we've obeyed like he told us to obey. That's how I want to end this year. That's how I want to start strong in 2020. So I'm going to pray, and I'm just going to pray a, a, a corporate prayer of dismissal, and then if, if God leads you to, I'm going to be at the altar Just join me. Maybe pray that God would give you the desire to connect. Don't strive to be a better prayer. (laughs) Strive to be someone who connects with the creator of the universe that holds the world in his daggone hands and breathed his breath into you and me and gave us life. Father, I thank you. I thank you for this wacky story that you've left and preserved in your word that is so beautiful. It's so clear, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for giving us example of someone who prayed but connected and then was willing to obey. God, I pray that you would make that the desire of my heart. I ask it, Lord Jesus, that I'd stop trying to be a better prayer and I would live to be connected and in communion with you. And I pray that for my brothers and sisters. In your name, amen. God bless you. Be here Sunday.